Hey, welcome to Chasing Greatness. We've been talking complacency here this week on the podcast. Last week, we were focused on courage. This week, we're saying that that really the, the enemy of courage is complacency, and yet we have all these areas in our lives. Last couple of days, we've looked at our relational complacency, and yesterday, we talked about physical complacency, and we talked about moving and 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 resting and what we need to eat and some of those kind of things. I, I hope you'll check out any of those episodes you missed. But today we're talking about our money and and I think this is a this is a really important topic that we don't talk about enough. No nobody really teaches on it enough. I mean there, there's some stuff out there, but it's it's hard to find, you know, how do we handle our money and, and I want us to I want us to focus on it a little bit here today because I think if we're not careful we can get financially complacent. We can feel like our bank account has a little bit of money in it. We've got enough. We can make it till till payday, whatever, and and uh, we can make all our payments, and we just begin to justify in our minds that we're okay. When when I'm not sure, that's the way we ought to be thinking. It really is a mindset. So glad you're here with us today. Let's let's uh, let's dive in. I, I I'm just shocked when I hear uh, all these people that talk about uh, and and really there's statistics out that show that most people spend more than they make, which means they're in debt, right? They're, they're taking on debt, credit card debt and financial debt and second mortgages and all kinds of things to pay for things that sometimes I'm wondering, do we really need those things? And so I want us to, I want us to, uh, to look at that today. What would it look like for us to pull back and to spend less than we make actually to have a plan for what we make, what to do with that, right? That's called a budget. We, we and and you can be as meticulous as you need to be with that. I I don't know what your situation is, but I do know this: if you just wing it when it comes to your money, it I, I'm it has a, it has a tendency to fly away, right? The wings they seem to grow on the money, and it and it'll just be gone. It it just slips through your fingers if you're not careful, and and so I think this disciplined plan is, is a huge deal. Now, what happens when we don't have that plan? When we do wing it? When we just fly by the seat of our pants? We end up uh, in debt, but debt comes from. There's a couple of things that, re, couple of things that lead to debt. I think one of them is is comparison. We start looking at what somebody else has, and we think we need that. We think we look at some what somebody else is doing, an experience, and we think we've got to have that experience. And really, we don't think about what we want or what we need. We think about what everybody else is doing, what they're having, what they're posting on their technology. We talked about that a couple of days ago. And, and the next thing you know, we are we are motivated by comparison. We're motivated by keeping up with somebody. We're motivated by um, by really competition. And and there's times when you should be motivated by competition. But when it comes to your money, it's it's this is not a it's not a sport. It's it's really not. This is a it, money is a tool. And so I want us to I want us to recognize that comparison is one of those things. Advertising is another one. You know, somebody told me the other day they were talking about this and. They said, I'm not sure why we think this way. And and I actually am sure it's advertising, it's marketing. They, it's just designed to to make us want to click and spend and shop and all that stuff. And um I, I wanna I wanna challenge you to evaluate that. Are you are you a- allowing outside influences to I mean you it's it's impossible not to do this, right? To to but to really shape the way you think about money it's it's so dangerous to do that and i think one of the things that happens is we undervalue um we undervalue time and the decisions that we make we think we're going to make this decision today and we'll be okay for a couple of weeks and yet we don't really uh we don't really evaluate what does that decision make or or mean over time 
And our decisions compound over time, just like money compounds over time. So when I make that decision today and I'm going to, you know, I I was was talking to God just a couple of days ago. He he was, he he shared with me that he invested $12,000 in, in something 11 years ago. And he just let, I mean, in in a, in a, just in an account and he let it uh, set in that account and it was, it was invested uh, properly. And he said that money was, is, is now $78,000 10 years later. And he hadn't touched it. He just put the 12,000 in and he invested and he had another account. He put 50,000 in. he had over 300,000 in it. And, and I just was, I was just thinking the power of compound decisions. Uh, it, it's really that maybe they're bigger than the power of compound interest and compound, you know, money. But, but when it comes to our financial complacency, sometimes we just think, well, we can't, we don't have enough to do this. We don't have enough to do that. So we don't do anything. We don't invest any because we don't have enough to invest a lot. And just, just those small incremental decisions can really lead to a lot over time. I'll, I'll leave you really with a thought today. Um, a couple thoughts, but there's a, there's a, there's a passage in the Bible that talks about the love of money is, is re- that really the, it's the root of a lot of evil, right? But it, but it talks about in there, it, it talks about how that people who love money, it, 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 there's this phrase, I mean, this is always, when I, when I read this, it's always hit me. It says that they pierce themselves with many griefs. How many of us are pierced? I mean, like how, how crazy is it that we would take a knife and like, you know, you stab yourself that like, that's, you wouldn't do that. That there's nobody would do that. And yet, some of us, because of the decisions we're making, we're doing this to ourselves. We are bringing much grief on ourselves because of the way we're deciding, the way we're spending, the way we're borrowing, the way we're not taking care of, of our money. Less is, is you know, a lot of people say less is more. Less is not more. Less is less. Less is less stress. Less is less debt. Less is less maintenance. It's like less anxiety. It's less grief. Less when we are content with what we have, we're satisfied. There's nothing wrong with wanting something else, but if you have to have it and you're and you're just consumed by it, then you're just consumed. And and so I want to encourage you today to really think about your financial complacency. Have you just gotten to this place where you're satisfied with the wrong things, and then you start trying to accumulate more things on top of, you know, you're you're satisfied with your income, you're trying to accumulate on top of that ends up in debt, you have all this stress and anxiety and grief, what adjustments would you need to make? Now, here's one of the things that I've noticed for me over the years that's been so great, really my whole life, is this idea of, of generosity. When, when If I'm feeling money's grip on me, one of the best things I can do is take that money and, and, and share with somebody else, to give to somebody else. And so I want to encourage you, uh, when you think about your budget, you think about a plan for your money, Find some charity, find some, some, somebody who, who is in need and, and begin to meet those needs and watch what happens. You're, you're, uh, there's an old saying that, that where your, your, uh, treasure is there, your heart will be also, you start putting your treasure towards something and your heart will change toward those things as well. So this idea of financial complacency, it is, it is so dangerous. We're not teaching kids how to handle money. We're not, you know, is it, I mean, who, whoever taught us hopefully you got to grow up in a place where you, you were taught some of those values and things, but I, I, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm so, um, I'm so heartbroken when I see people that are struggling financially because they're making bad decisions. They're making decisions to spend more than they make. And, and so there's some things we can do. I, I hope you'll make an adjustment. If you, if you've got one place, all of us probably do, we have a place or two where we can make a decision to do something different financially 
to avoid uh, this idea of being complacent. And ultimately, complacency, when it comes to, to our money, you can't stay at a place of complacency. You're going to end up in a place of debt if, you, if you're if you thinking that way. So let's raise the game here. Let's raise the bar and think, uh, think how would we chase greatness when it comes to even our finances. I think, it, I think it's possible to do that. Hope you'll share with somebody and hope you'll come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit what we can do to, to uh, avoid mental complacency tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a cool episode. Join us for that. Share with somebody today. Keep chasing greatness. Love you guys.